This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That is drilled to deep center field and going to carry for a home run. Puts it over the wall and straightaway center. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome inside Klein Family Field on the campus of the University of the Pacific for BYU's last WCC Road Series, a series that starts with both teams, BYU and Pacific, playing their best baseball of the season. I'm Greg Grubel. With tonight's play-by-play, I'm joined by BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade. With first pitch coming up, let's hear now from BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Our conversation presented by doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team, a team that seemingly all of a sudden is down to its final seven games of the season. Most years at this time, it feels like the year's kind of over and, you know, you're going into playoffs and and you have that feel. And honestly, the feel that I have is it's midseason and I'm ready to keep going, uh, especially the way that these guys have been playing and the confidence they've been playing with and the, the growth and, and development that we've seen. It, it just feels like we have a couple mo- months left. But, you know, you move on and, and try to get better every single day and, and hopefully it rolls into next year. Especially offensively playing your best baseball of the season right now. Yeah, we're swinging it really well. I mean, it's uh, it felt... I, I, I guess the best word for our offense early was stifling. It felt like everybody was going up there putting too much pressure on themselves and feeling like they had the weight of the world on their shoulders. And right now it's just uh, everybody's free and easy and going in and, and getting their swings and swinging at good pitches and, and having good takes on really good pitches. And so that's uh, just basically grinding out at bats. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can carry that into this series with Pacific because we did a great job against San Diego with that. And Pacific is a team that feels like they're playing some of their best ball. They won their first series of the year, for example. They are. They're they are playing their best uh, baseball of, of the season. And, uh, you know, new head coach, Chris Rodriguez, and n- nice guy. It, it just really takes a while to, I, I think, with some teams to, to find their groove. And, um, you know, unfortunately, they're finding it, it right now <laughs> coming into a home series with us. But um, I feel like uh, if we just go play our game and, and Easton gives us a good start, we, we play catch and, and keep swinging it like we have, we're going to be fine. In a couple of years, but you have a good history in this ballpark. Yeah, I, I always like coming to this ballpark. It's, it's a nice park. It's, a, it's got a lot of character, good setting, weather's always nice. It's just, a, it feels like real baseball when you come here. All right, let's have a great one tonight. Mike, we'll talk to you post-game. All right, thanks, Greg. That was Mike Littlewood and tonight's National Anthem. Time to get to tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. For BYU, leading off and playing center field, number six, Mitch McIntyre. Hitting second, playing left field, number 10, Hayden Latham. Playing second and hitting third, number four, Andrew Pintar. Playing right field, hitting cleanup, number 22, Cole Gamble. In the five hole, the DH, number 17, Joshua Cowden. At first base and hitting sixth, number seven, Cooper Vest. 
catching and hitting seventh, number 11, Abraham Abe Valdez. The shortstop hitting eighth, number two, Brock Watkins. And in the nine hole, number 23, the third baseman, Peyton Cole, starting pitcher for BYU, is number nine, Easton Walker, the right-hander, with an ERA under three, 2.97, makes his 12th start of the season tonight. For Pacific, leading off and playing third base, number 12, Thomas Gavello. Playing second base and hitting second, number 27, James Arakawa, the offensive leader for the Tigers. Hitting third, left fielder, number 14, Charles Middleton. Hitting cleanup, number two, the first baseman, Alex Lafourstier. Hitting fifth, number eight, the center fielder, Ben Nemovant. Hitting sixth, designated hitter, number five, Jeremy Lee. The right fielder hits seventh, number 15, James McClenaghan. Hitting eighth, number 25, Joe Fitzhugh, tonight's catcher for the Tigers. And in the nine hole, the shortstop, number one, Wyatt Hoffman. Starting pitcher for Pacific, making his first start of the season in his 15th appearance. A previous bullpen guy getting a Thursday nod this week. Number 26, Marvkis Garin. He's 0-3 on the year with a 3.68 ERA. And those are tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen. Greg Rubel with Tuckett Slade, BYU Baseball Operations Director. And what a beautiful venue this is, Tuckett, and the field's in great shape. Yeah, field's in great shape, beautiful weather. Excited for some baseball this weekend. BYU and Pacific, the Cougars playing their last WCC away series of the year. Pacific will have a a post-Memorial Day series after some rescheduling earlier in the year. This is their third to last series. BYU will head home, take on Utah on Tuesday at Miller Park, and then finish things off with Pepperdine playing a three-game set at Miller Park next weekend. Pacific will be in the all-whites tonight. White jerseys and pants. The script block Pacific across the chest. Their caps are black with an orange bill. And for BYU, they go with the all-grays. The gray jerseys and pants. Navy letters and numerals. And the script is block Cougars across the front. And we're ready to get this one underway. Mitch McIntyre, the left-handed hitter, steps into the batter's box to face the righty. Marvkis Garin. And our first pitch is forthcoming here in Stockton. Mitch coming into tonight on a five-game hit streak. Westerly wind blowing out to left field will get you dimensions and talk about the uh, uh, maybe unique dimensions in outfield here from Tuckett here in a second as we get this one underway with Mitch McIntyre in the box. And the first pitch of the game is taken outside for a ball. It looks like there's a lot of room out there. Yes. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, it's, especially in left center. It really jolts out there to 405, but... Uh, it's, a, it's kind of a shorter but interesting kind of unique park. Visually, because of the way it juts out in left to left center, it appears it's kind of uh, vast out there, high for ball two. The dimensions are 317 left corner, but it's a 20-foot wall in left field to almost straightaway center field. Then it's 375 in the power alley left, 405 straightaway center, 365 in the right center gap, and then... 325 to the right field pole and both bullpens are in the outfield beyond the outfield fence. The 2-0 from Garin and that's the first strike in the at-bat. McIntyre. Yeah, good take there. Fastball on the inside corner. Not your favorite pitch. Up 2-0. Take that and, and be ready for the next one. Mitch taps both sides of the plate with the end of the barrel and awaits the 2-1 delivery from Marvkis Garin. And that's two strikes after two balls. Again on the low side, down around the knees. Mitch then talks to umpire Billy Hayes for a quick word about that zone, perhaps. Billy Hayes is the home plate umpire. Gary DeFabio at first, and Neil Turner 
at third. Those are the arbiters for tonight. The 2-2. Well, they call it three. The board says three and one, but yeah. I thought it was strike two. And that's a swinging strike, and that's going to be a strikeout. Uh, Mitch was looking at the scoreboard, too. The scoreboard showed three and one, but we had a two and two count. And that's a swinging strike for a strikeout to get this one underway after Garin recovers from a 2-0 count. Yeah, the scoreboard thought that that uh, last pitch was down and in as well. But uh, Billy Hayes had called that. So that is a strikeout. First batter of the day for BYU goes down with a forwards K. That'll bring up Hayden Latham. Latham hits righty against the righty thrower Marvkus Garin. Hayden has hits in seven of his last eight games coming into tonight. So one out here in the top of the first, BYU and Pacific. Gorgeous day here in Stockton, California. Warmish, but not oppressively so. And a pretty steady wind out to left, and that's where Mike Littlewood says you're going to find this wind blowing pretty much every time you come here. Yeah, pretty much every time, and, and with that 317 down the line, you'll see some balls get out of here that you wouldn't expect. The 0-1 to Hayden, and that's pulled, but sharply down the left field line. Foul, and after opening up 2-0 against McIntyre, gets ahead of Latham 0-2. Hayden Latham, the left fielder tonight for BYU, making his 24th start in left field. The 0-2 with one gone here in the top of the first. The wind-up and delivery. And that's fouled back to the screen. Stays 0-2. So Hayden Latham still looking for his first home run of the season. A 209 hitter. Yeah, and just what, two and a half weeks ago, he was below 100. So he's, he's come up really, a little bit, yeah. Really been playing well of late. Hits in seven of his last 16 at-bats. That's off-speed high for ball one. He did a waste pitch from Garvin there. And Greg, he did a really good job of coming in, filling in for uh, Jelich when he had gotten hurt at San Diego. And Danny's hope is to get back for that final home series against Pepperdine, at least part of it. It'll be his final series as a Cougar. So they're, they have him on the trip, try to get him well, get that hamstring in good shape for those final few games if possible. And again, breaking in high for two and two. Two and two with one out here in the top of the first inning. BYU and Pacific just underway here in Stockton. Klein Family Field, capacity 2,500. The only folks in the stands, and there are very few here tonight, uh, would be those on uh, complimentary pass list associated with student-athletes and coaches. No public tickets being sold this season here in Stockton. And that's fouled back over the screen out of play. Well, and so far the only pitch he's able to command is his fastball. Every time he's gone to the breaking ball, he's missed with it high. Two balls and two strikes with one gone to Hayden Latham. Garn 0-3 with a 3.680 ERA, the 6'2", 195-pound junior. Holds the glove at his chest, exhales, kicks and fires, and that's striped on the ground up the middle for a single for Hayden Latham. So Cougars have a runner on with one gone here in the top of the first. Yeah, outside low fastball right there, and Hayden just did a really good job of staying on that and hitting a hard line drive ground ball up the middle. Nicely done, Hayden. And that brings up Andrew Pintar. Pinny comes in on a seven-game hit streak and a 16-game streak of reaching safely. The Cougar leader in so many offensive categories right now. Andrew Pintar will step in, hitting righty. So we go left-handed bat McIntyre, then righty, righty Latham, and Pintar before Cole Gamble awaits, and he's on deck. 
And a runner on first is Hayden Latham. A swing and a miss from Andrew and a mighty cut. Andrew Pintar, six home runs, second to Cole Gamble's eight. He's also second to Cole in RBI with 25. 25 leads Pacific right now. That's Charles Middleton, the RBI leader for the Tigers. The 0-1 from Marvkus Garin. And that's high for ball one. One and one with Latham, Latham jogging back to first. Well, if Pintar didn't win Player of the Week uh, last week... It was going to be cold again, be right? Cold he could have gone back-to-back. Back. Yeah, his numbers were right there with him. So as it is, it's back-to-back -back WCC Players of the Week for this BYU team. Didn't have a Player of the Week all year, and then the bats get hot toward the end of the year, and it's Gamble and Pintar winning Player of the Week. That's high-breaking ball four, ball two. Two and one with one gone here in the top of the first. Kooks have their first hit, a Hayden Latham single up the middle. Andrew Pintar awaits the 2-1 delivery. Well, and because of that short porch and left right down the line, if you hit a line drive over third, it's going to get to that wall pretty quickly, and so it's going to be hard to score from first because that throw isn't extremely far. The 2-1. Uh -oh. It's hit in the air to left center. Going, going. Left fielder looks up, and it's over the wall for a two-run shot to left. Andrew Pintar with his sixth home run of the season. RBI's 26 and 27. Pintar takes Garin Yard, and that is a Utah Community Credit Union home run, first of the game for BYU. It comes in the top of the first inning. Andrew Pintar, the WCC Player of the Week, showing why and how with that deep home run to left field. That home run brought to you by UCCU. We're getting a mortgage is seriously fast and super easy. Just fill out an easy application right on your phone or computer. Learn more at uccu.com slash seriously fast. Andrew Pintar makes it 2-0 BYU here in the top of the first scoring Hayden Latham from first and that brings up Cole Gamble. Greg, uh, Pintar must, the baseball must look like a beach ball to, to Andrew right now. I mean, holy cow, what a swing. BYU's slugging percentage leader and total bases leader ups his tallies in both respects. 2-0 Cougs here in the top of the first. And let's note that in left field, that's a 20-foot wall. Yeah. That, that ball right there, I mean, is an absolute no-doubter. It's going to be a home run at any park in this, uh, in this conference. You don't get cheated when you hit it that left center. It's deep and tall. The lefty hitter Cole Gamble is next up with one out. And on the 1-1, a swing and a miss to one ball, two strikes with one gone to Cole Gamble. Cole Gamble with eight home runs, leads BYU, but Penny's creeping up on him. That was his seventh of the year. Well, and, and now um, the pitcher's going with the changeup. He's thrown two changeups now to Cole, which he hasn't thrown that so far yet this first inning. Gamble pops it up. Second baseman calls for it and makes the catch. That's James Arakawa hauling it in. So two gone here in the top of the first. Cole Gamble is retired, bringing up the number five hitter, the designated hitter, number 17, Josh Cowden. So the pop-up by Cole, two out for BYU. Mitch McIntyre struck out to begin the inning. Hayden Latham reached on a single up the middle, and then Andrew Pintar brought him home with a two-run shot to left. Left center and over that 20-foot wall for Penny's seventh dinger of the year. 2 nothing Cougs, two runs on two hits. And two out here in the bottom, in top of the first inning. Josh Cowden fouls back for strike one. Needs 
feel like it's been a minute since we've scored a first inning run. That's a, that's a, that's a nice change. What a swing. My goodness, Andrew Pintar. The 0-1 to Josh Cowden. And again fouled out of play. So 0-2. The count to Cowden. It was the first game of the San Diego series that BYU opened on top one. Oh, that's right. He hit the yep. home run. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> but uh, they were blanked in the first frame in the second and third games of the series. But uh, runs were not a problem for either team in that series. That was something on the weekend. The 0-2. And Josh takes high for ball one. One ball, two strikes, two outs, top of the first. BYU two and Pacific no score. BYU on the years now scored 16 first inning runs to the opponent's 19. And that's a take, and that's a backwards K. So caught looking is Cowden, and Marv Kisgarin strikes out two Cougars for three outs in the top of the first. Through a half inning, it is BYU two runs on two hits. There were no errors. There was no one left on. We go bottom of the first, BYU two on an Andrew Pintar two-run home run. Pacific no score. Tigers get their first at-bats next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. For the second time in four games, Andrew Pintar's first at-bat has been a home run. Last Thursday, one week ago tonight, was a solo shot at Fowler Park. And tonight, it's a two-run blast. And BYU takes a 2-0 lead over Pacific into the bottom of the first inning. Andrew Pintar drives home two with his seventh home run of the season. Cougs up two-zip. And Thomas Gavello. Third baseman. Thomas will lead off for Pacific, the third baseman. Pacific's on-base percentage leader, which you want your leadoff hitter to be, will step into the box. He'll be hitting lefty against the righty starter for BYU, Easton Walker. Easton making his 13th start in his 15th appearance. 2-5 with a 2.97 ERA. The 5'9", 185-pound senior, Easton Walker delivers strike one with his first pitch of the night. And I feel so bad for Easton, too, last Saturday when he came in to close that game out. He got the ground balls that he wanted to. It's just some bad luck. So one ball, one strike from Easton. Follows a strike with the ball. And the first hitter of the night, Thomas Gavello, comes in on a seven-game hit streak. That's two balls from Easton. Two and one. Cavello also leads Pacific in runs, home runs, total bases. The left-handed hitter. Takes for ball three. So three balls after a strike delivery from Easton. Yeah, dismissing away and high right now. Get back in the zone right here, East. The three-one. That's hit high, but foul down the first baseline. Cooper Vest will give chase, but watch it go over the short wall. Down the first baseline onto a grass berm. It'll be a full count now for Thomas Gavello. So left-handed bat to leave things off, lead things off. Left-handed bats in the four and the five holes as well. Well, now uh, with the two strikes, they have the overshift here. There's no third baseman. Peyton Cole's actually playing... In, in shallow center field. That's yeah, a three-man infield on the right side. That's hit into the gap to left center. It's going to be off the wall. 
in the power alley and left, and that'll be driving for three, oh, but the throw's going to be in time, and that's well Love ahead it. of Love the runner. It. That's going to be out at third base for Thomas Cavello. I thought it was going to be a stand-up double, but he was thinking three, but he was out by a mile. Yeah, the assist from Mitch McIntyre. Well, and, and how about that in the scores book there? Because of the shift, Kintar ended up getting from shallow right field, ran all the way to third base, and it was it was McIntyre to Watkins to Pintar at third base who made that out for the leadoff out. Interesting. So the shift had an adjustment in personnel yep. to third base there. But Mitch got to the ball in the outfield, and off a couple of relays, it's easily out at third base as Thomas Cavello was caught stretching a, trying to stretch a double into a triple and he's thrown out for the first out in the bottom of the first for Pacific James Arakawa is the next hitter for the Tigers after a one and one Ball two. Two balls and a strike with one out here at Klein Family Field. We're just underway here in Stockton. BYU 2, Pacific no score. Thomas Cabello thrown out at third moments ago. That's hit high in the air into short left field. Coming in is Hayden Latham and makes the catch on the run. So two gone here in the bottom of the first for Pacific. Yeah, and those are the two guys right there that, that really generate the energy in this offense. And to be able to throw the first batter out at third and then get a quick out there out number two is uh, is nicely done. Left fielder, number 14, Charles Middleton. So officially it was Gavello thrown out center field to shortstop to third. But again, tell folks how it actually went down. Yeah, with, with Pintar, if, if you really think about the field, Pintar was playing in shallow right field, you know, in the, on the pull side. And the ball hit the left center. Uh, he runs on a beeline straight from right field all the way to third base because Peyton Cole has to be in the cutoff now because he's playing over the second base bag. And uh, McIntyre throws a great one-hopper to Watkins, who throws a one-hopper to Pintar, who's covering third. For the out, it was awesome. So while it was at third base, it was actually the second baseman yeah. making the tag. Two pitches thrown by Walker to Charles Middleton, one and one with two out here in the bottom of the first. The wind-up and fire, and that's ball two as Middleton takes. Charles Middleton Jr. coming in on a 20-game streak of reaching safely. If Cole Gamble reaches safely tonight, he'll be at 20 games in his reach to safely run. Two out here, bottom of the first. Gavello doubled, caught, trying to stretch it into a triple for one out. Arakawa flying out to left for out number two, and that's ball number three, so a three-and-one count. As Easton Walker faces Charles Middleton Jr., the RBI leader for the Tigers. Also a leader in base on balls on this team. And it's one ball away from a walk. And that's going to be a strike, creating a full count. So Easton Walker pipes it down the middle on the take on the 3 1. It's now 3 and 2 with two gone here in the bottom of the first. BYU two runs on two hits. Pacific no runs on one hit. Thomas Cabello could have had an easy stand-up double, but he got greedy and was thrown out at third for the first out of the inning. And that's laced Oppo. Uh-oh, he might a one hop to Gamble. Yeah, Gamble. <laughs> I thought he wanted to. Gamble was charging in and off the one hop. Was close enough to first to put a scare into Middleton, but Middleton is reaching safely. And that's first two hits two. here in the bottom of the Alex first for both teams. It'll bring up Alex LaForestier, the first baseman, left-handed hitter. First left-handed bat since the leadoff hitter, Gavello. So Middleton... 
with a sharp single to right, and he's at first. So the Cougars two runs on two hits, and Pacific no runs on two hits. Two out, bottom one, and Alex Laforstier will step in against Easton Walker. That's inside. Abe Valdez does a nice job of making sure that ball doesn't get away. So that's dirted to Abe. And Easton's got a runner on first right now. Both starting pitchers right now in this first inning are struggling throwing their sliders for strikes. Their they're, they're starting pitchers leave him high, and Easton keeps spiking his. So one ball, no strikes, two out. To Alex Laforstier. And his reached safely streak is 12 games and counting. The righty walker. Delivers outside low for ball two. So 2-0 two and o from Easton. Just delivered his 18th pitch. Eight strikes, ten balls. Well, it's the hottest game of the year for Easton to pitch temperature-wise. That, that, that changes things when you're a pitcher. You know, you've been pitching in the cold all year, and all of a sudden now you're pitching in this, you know, 90-degree weather. You get tired quickly. The 2-0, there's a strike from Easton. So the runner at first is Charles Middleton, Jr. Middleton without a stolen base attempt this year. The 2-1 with two out, bottom of the first inning. The wind softening slightly out to left. And to left was Randrew Pintar. Put it over the 20-foot wall for a two-run shot in the top of the first. Put BYU up 2-0. The 2-1. Easton from the stretch. Wind up and delivery. That's chopper to Andrew Pintar. Oh! And Andrew, Andrew sees it bobbled off his glove. And that'll be an E. E4 for Andrew Pintar. And that's two on and two out. Yeah, he got the got the ground ball. He was hit pretty hard and took that second short hop and just bounced up and hit the heel of the glove for Pintar and ricocheted away. Play you expect him to make. But uh, tough hop there at the end, but just got to come through that baseball. So LaForstier reaching on the E4. It'll put Middleton at second. So two base runners with two out here in the bottom of the first. Easton Walker now battles another left-handed bat. Ben Nemavant, the center fielder. Nemavant waves the barrel over his left shoulder and puts a cut into it. It's going to go deep to center field. Mitch McIntyre back to the track and at the track oh, makes the good catch. Play, good Just shy play. of the wall, ends up banging into the wall with the ball in his glove, and that's going to be three out here in the bottom of the first. So for Pacific, no runs on two hits. There was one error. There were two men left on. One complete. It is BYU 2, Pacific no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First batter in the second inning for BYU, the number six batter, the first baseman Cooper Vest, left-handed hitter against the righty starter Marvkis Garin, and Garin curves it in for strike one. So 1-0, the 0-1 to Cooper Vest. Cooper making his 12th start at first base tonight. BYU brought five to the plate in the top of the first, scored two of them for the 2-0 lead. Pacific brought five to the plate in the bottom of the first, stranded two. And the 0-1 goes to 1-1 one and one from Garin to Vest. And Greg, uh, Pacific does similar to, I think it was Portland that did it as well. The pitcher has a wristband, and that's how he gets his signals from the actual pitching coach. He doesn't get it from the catcher. The coach just gives it right to him. The 1-1. And a soft swing through strike two. So one and two to Cooper Vest. Yeah, good changeup right there. Yes. That's what he wants to go to against the left-hand hitters. 
One ball, two strikes to Cooper Vest. I can tell right now I'm going to be moving my crowd mic. <laughs> There's only about ten people in the stands, and two of them have chosen to sit right by my mic. So I'm going to be uh, moving that moving that around a little bit, I think. All right, one ball and two strikes. We're just going to eavesdrop. No, we're not going to eavesdrop on the conversation. <laughs> one ball, two strikes to Cooper Vest here in the top of the second inning. BYU two runs on two hits. They have the one error. Andrew Pintar's first error since April 20th, and that's a strikeout. The third strike is dropped. Catcher will fire to first, and Andrew, uh, rather Cooper, is retired there. So one out here in the top of the second. Yeah, and it went to a real sharp breaking ball right there. Spiked it in the dirt, and Coop couldn't hold up. He wasn't able to throw that pitch for a strike in the first inning, but he's got a, he feels like he's uh, starting to get that the feel for it here in the second. It'll be Abe Valdez, the number seven hitter for BYU. Second hitter in the second inning. Tonight's catcher making his 21st start behind the plate. Hitting it well of late. Last five games hitting 350. The count is empty. One out. And Abe takes high and inside near his fists. And they appeal at first on a half check. And that's ball one. Abe's had a really exciting moment here in 2019 in a big series that we needed to win to you know, go on to win that championship in 19. Had a huge pinch hit double in the ninth inning to tie the game down the line that was unbelievable in game one to come back and win. And uh, one of those memories he'll never forget that moment. And that was a series in which there wasn't a lot of drama. BYU yeah. won the series, swept it 28-8 to was the scoreline in those three games. Yeah, and that, that first game was, that was the only game, that first game was really close. And that was, you know, Abe ties the game in the ninth. We end up going extras. And then we had, at the time, Zach Peterson, who had his first ever college career hit as a grand slam in extra innings to win that game. And it was, uh, and then from there, we really just rolled. Yeah, the other two were kind of blowouts. Yeah. 3-0, by the way, and that's a strike. So on the 3-0 take from Abe Valdez, strike one delivered from Marvkus Garin. So three balls, one strike, one out, top two. And BYU with a 2 nothing lead. Over the Pacific Tigers. Tigers in all white as Garin looks at his wristband on his left arm. Gets ready for the delivery on the 3-1. And Abe came through for strike two. So from 3-0 to 3-2. He thought that was up and in, which it looked here. But uh, Billy Hayes calls it for strike two. So the full count with one out here in the top of the second inning at Klein Family Field. That's popped up behind the press box here. Not a play. Stays full. 6 o'clock Pacific time start tonight and 6 o'clock again tomorrow. And then Saturday's matinee will be a noon Pacific time start. One mountain time zone. Final away series for BYU. Home for Utah and then Pepperdine to close out the regular season. And no conference tournament this year which would be played here in Stockton. Not at this venue, but here in Stockton. And that'll be a walk as Abe takes on the full count and makes his jog to first. That's a grand shame that they, uh, the conference made that decision so early. Back in November. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean you look at some of the conferences in the West, the, the whack of all conferences is playing a conference tournament. A 16 right? tournament, I yeah. think. And yeah. so it's just a... Uh, it's just I would like to say more words than I can on the radio about that. The BYU would be playing for a spot right yep. now and, and you know, very likely be with the momentum taking them to Stockton for the tournament. Outside for ball one as Brock Watkins, the eight hitter, 
steps in, well, right-handed end, hitting Watkins. At the end of the year, I, I truly believe we're going to end up in the top four, and, and nobody in the league would want to play us yeah. with the way that we're playing. Well, you look at the San Diego yeah, series. Exactly. That's, all, that's all the evidence you need of how dangerous BYU would be in a tournament setting. The 1-0. That's inside for ball two. Two and oh to Brock Watkins, and that's the shame that you could have that be a target right now. And, you know, in Stockton, anything can happen. And BYU's seen that, both for and against. But there will be no conference tournament. Only the regular season champion will be an NCAA tournament team out of the WCC this year. And who knows? BYU might have knocked San Diego out yeah, of yeah. at-large contention last weekend if they don't win the league. Ooh, and that's that hit Brock. That's inside, and Brock's going to take his base. So a base on balls and a hit by pitch now. And the Cougars have two men on. And one man out here in the top of the second inning. Yeah, and those are the hit-by-pitches you like as a player because it just barely grazed his shoulder, so you know it doesn't hurt. And that's a problem for San Diego pitchers. They're a top 25 team. That is, their pitchers have hit the 24th most batsmen in college baseball. And the Cougs don't get a lot of batters hit, actually. And so this is a somewhat of a rarity, relatively speaking, to see Brock at first on the HBP. So Watkins at first, Valdez at second, and the nine-hitter Peyton Cole, left-handed bat in the lineup with one out here in the top of the second. And takes strike one from Marvkus Garin. Peyton has scored runs in three consecutive games. Third baseman tonight. Started at third in the first and second game in San Diego, was rested on the third day, and was available out of the bullpen, but did not get in the game. Yeah, he had a tough weekend, but he's had a good year for us, and I want him to finish strong. The 0-1, and that's chopped just foul down the first baseline. First baseman did snag it, but it was outside the paint for 0-2 with one out here in the top of the second inning. BYU 2 and Pacific no score. Well, and the player that replaced him on Saturday, Rogers, had an absolute amazing day and then ends up breaking his finger. Yeah, he gets hit. And he's out for the year. So He got hit in the hand, and it did knock him out for the season. The 0-2. And that's a swinging strikeout. So th- the fourth K of the night for Marv Kasgarin. Yeah, that's went, the third swinging strikeout. Went to the changeup running down and away there, and, and Pate couldn't hold up. So two Ks in the first and the second for Garin. Brings up the top of the order. Mitch McIntyre hitting with two out. Mitch McIntyre in that wild game on Friday night hit in the first, second, third, and fourth innings. <laughs> That's crazy. And this though, was one of the, one of the t- top two guys you want on our team up with runners in score position right now. Two on, two out, and a swing at strike one for Mitch McIntyre. Mitch with runners in scoring position. 4.10 is his average right now. Andrew Pintar not too far behind him, 3.86. So runner at second, runner at first. Valdez at second, Watkins at first. The 0-1, and that's two strikes. A heavy changeup right now. That's back-to-back changeups. A swing and a miss from Mitch. So, two of the three outs for BYU in the first were via the strikeout. Swinging and looking. And here in the second inning, Vest down on strike, swinging and Cole swinging. So the 0-2 and two out with Marv Kisgarin delivering to Mitch McIntyre. The kick and fire, and Mitch lays off for ball one. He wanted that pitch. He was walking off the mound. He thought he had strike three looking. Yeah, inside pitch there. Close pitch. Got a battle here, Mitch, with two. One ball, two strikes. We have two gone here in the top of the second, and 2 nothing is the BYU lead. Garn again holds up his forearm, looks at the call. 
Lance is back at second base where Valdez takes his lead. The kick and fire, and that's, oh, it's, I thought it was high and outside, and Mitch McIntyre might have thought the same, but umpire Billy Hayes thought otherwise, and that's a strikeout. Caught looking is McIntyre, so Mitch is down on strikes in the first and the second inning, and for all three outs in the second, Garn gets them via the strikeout. We go to the bottom of the second, in the top of the second. It was BYU with no runs, no hits, no errors. There were two left on, courtesy of a base on balls and a hit by pitch. We go to the bottom of the second inning, BYU 2, and Pacific no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the second, and leading off the Tigers, the designated hitter, Jeremy Lee. And Lee takes strike one from Eastern Walker. Eastern working briskly and induces a chop foul into the grandstand over the BYU dugout down the third baseline. No oh. balls and two strikes. That was a good slider right there, running away. Start getting that pitch rolling here, E. BYU dugout, third baseline, Pacific first baseline, both bullpens in the outfield. Easton Walker, the 0-2, low for ball one, as judged by Billy Hayes. WCC this weekend. The other conference series are LMU at St. Mary's, Santa Clara at Pepperdine, and Gonzaga at Portland. Zags coming off their COVID break. One ball, two strikes. No one out here in the bottom of the second. Ewok kicks and fires, and that's again chop foul. And toward the BYU dugout. Natural turf here in Stockton. Dirt infield, and again, looking gorgeous right now, isn't it? Yeah, you got that Bermuda grass that just can be cut real low. It just looks like a golf course fringe right now. Looks awesome. The one and two. And that's the first strikeout of the night for Easton Walker. That's outside cool. away, and Jeremy Lee is swinging and missing for the first out. That was a filthy slider right there, right running away. Number 15, James Right fielder James McClanagan will dig in. Righty hitter versus the righty hurler Walker with one out here in the bottom of the second. And against the first K for Easton Walker. And strike one from Easton. In his start last Thursday at San Diego, he left the game without recording a strikeout. And he's a guy averaging about a strikeout per inning. And has his first on this night for the first out of the second inning. James McClanagan coming off a nice series at Santa Clara. Ball one from Easton. That's a good pitch right there. About the same location that uh, just on the opposite side that he called uh, Mitch for strike three. One and one to McClanagan. The Stockton, California native playing for his hometown team. Mm, And takes for strike two. A little rueful shake of the head there from McClanagan, but Easton gets the call. The scoreboard has zero and zero on the board, but it's one ball and two strikes. Now it shows one and one, and that's off. Now it's one-two on the board, and you can end the at-bat for McClanagan on a swinging strikeout. So back-to-back Ks for Easton Walker, and the Cougs have two out here in the bottom of the second. Well, you can you heard Billy Hayes turn around to the scoreboard operator and scream, it's one and two. Because <laughs> when the scoreboard's wrong, it makes the whole game just the, the, the hitters, the defense are all thinking, well, what really is the count right. here? And so got to be right on the scoreboard. So the scoreboard had a tough time catching up, and then the uh, hitter McClanagan a tough time catching up with Easton Walker in the at-bat. And that's breaking ball for ball one to the eight hitter. The catcher, Joe Fitzhugh. So back-to-back Ks here for Easton in the bottom of the second. A couple of frontwards Ks. Lee and McClanagan down swinging. 
So just like that, Easton's up to his average of strikeouts per inning. That'll be ball two from Walker. Two balls, no strikes, two out. Bottom two, BYU two, Pacific no score, both teams two hits apiece. Easton kicks and fires, and that's going to be top of the zone for strike one. Two balls and a strike to Joe Fitzhugh, who's in a one-for-20 rut at the plate right now. The eight-hitter Fitzhugh, jersey number 25, and the all-whites for Pacific. BYU in the all-grays tonight. And that's lashed foul down the first baseline, well out of play. It's no fun as a hitter, Greg, when you start going through those, you know, one for 10, one for 20 tight slumps. It's just like, it's, you just want to see the ball in play hard, and it just feels like every time you do hit it hard, it's right at somebody. County even, two balls, two strikes, two outs, no one on, bottom two. Easton Walker, the Bulldog. Wears back and fires, and ooh, one of the call didn't get it. Low for ball three, full count to Joe Fitzhugh. Yeah, unless that's down. That's definitely over the plate there. Easton Walker, the whip of 1.21 coming into you tonight. The wind-up and delivery, and that's lined and caught. Hey, nice play. By the shortstop, Brock Watkins. Elevates and brings it down for out number three here in the bottom of the second. Sharply hit, but timing is jumped perfectly to shortstop Watkins with the line out, and that's three out here in the bottom of the second. Through two complete. 2-0. BYU leads Pacific for the Tigers in the bottom of the second. No runs, no hits, no errors. There was no one left on and one great play made by Brock Watkins. We go top three next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top three here in Stockton, BYU 2. Pacific no score. Of the ten batters to come to the plate, five have been retired via the strikeout so far. That's high and inside from Marv Kisgarn for ball one to Hayden Latham. Latham singled and scored in the first on the two-run shot from Andrew Pintar. BYU 2, Pacific no score. McIntyre's been K'd twice. Cowden struck out, Vest struck out, and Cole struck out for, so for five strikeouts in ten outs for BYU. And that's ripped. And is that going to be fair? It is not. It's going to land about a yard and a half foul down the third base line. But a lash there from Hayden Latham. Well, he's fastball, breaking ball, curveball to the right-handers, and he hasn't been able to find the, the breaking ball, but to the lefties, he's been fastball, heavy changeup, and that's where he's getting the strikeouts against the left-handed hitters is that changeup. So it be interesting to see the second time through here if the left-handers can make an adjustment and stay off that low changeup. And all five strikeouts are to left-handed hitters right now. The righty Marvkus Garin making his first start of the season. Bullpen guy. 14 previous appearances all in relief. Gets a Thursday start as the Tigers like to keep their regular Friday guy in the rotation for tomorrow. And that's a swing and a miss. And that's strike two, one and two to Hayden Latham. So one ball, two strikes, and no one out. We're in the top of the third inning of a game BYU leads 2-0 on the Andrew Pintar two-run shot to left over the wall in left field. Left center. 375 to the power alley, and that's where Pintar hit it for his seventh home run of the season. The scoreboard's wrong again. Should be 1-2, and they have a 2-2. Yeah, I thought it was 1-2. Shows two balls, two strikes, so we know there's two strikes. Garin, again fouled back. That's over the screen down the first base side. 
Marv Kaskarin holds the ball in his bare right hand, brings his gloved left hand to his chest to look at his wristband on his left forearm, and prepares for the 1-2 delivery to Hayden Latham. And Hayden takes high. You think that's ball two. Scoreboard shows three and two. Did Billy, did Billy agree he, with the scoreboard? No, he, went two, two. Two. Yeah. he went 2-2. Two, two. So it's 2-2. Two, two. So we'll see if Billy turns around and lets the scoreboard know again. But it, definitely two strikes. We've got two balls. And now they brought it back to 2-2. Two and two. So Everyone's in accord here. 2-2. Two, two. And again, foul down the third baseline. Liner just outside the paint. BYU's left fielder Hayden Latham with hits now in eight of his last nine games, including that single in the first inning. That got that got BYU going in the first. The next batter, Pintar, brought him home with that shot to left center. The 2-2, and that's put in the dirt, corralled by the catcher Joe Fitzhugh. Full count to the leadoff batter here in the third. BYU all-time against Pacific leads the series 15-12. In WCC play, it's 12-6 in BYU's favor. All-time here in Stockton. Cougs up 10-8. And in WCC games, 7-2 is the WCC tally with seven straight wins here in Stockton. And that is driven. Stay fair. Deep stay to fair. Left. Will it stay fair? It will it for does. a home run. It does. Solo shot to the left field corner from Hayden Latham and BYU leads by a score of 3-0 on another UCCU home run for Hayden that's home run number one of the year and his eighth RBI it's BYU three and Pacific no score great swing right there fastball tried to get in on his hand and he just absolutely turned on it Nicely it was done. a long time in coming Hayden goes over the wall in left again that's a 20 foot wall and that was pretty much down the line and left. The only question was does it stay fair? And it did. Well inside the pole. And the Cougs up 3-0. And all the runs tonight brought home on home runs. It brings up Andrew Pintar who went deep to left center with a two-run shot in the first inning. BYU 3, Pacific no score. BYU 3 runs on 3 hits. Hayden Latham 2 for 2 tonight. Singled and scored in the first. And a solo shot here in the third to lead off the top of the third for BYU. The 0-1 to Penny. And that's ball one. One ball, one strike, and no one out here in the third inning. Andrew Pintar's hit streak is now eight games, and his reached safely streak is now 17 games. Two-run shot in the first for Penny, and that's lined but just foul down the third baseline to one ball and two strikes, no one out. Here in the top of the third, BYU three. Pacific no score, three runs on three hits for BYU. The hits... A Latham single, a Pintar homer, and a Latham homer. And now Hayden's nine for his last 18 at the plate. Oh, it's great to see him finishing strong. The one-two from Garin. Mm, laying off his pity as that ends up sliding away from him in the dirt for two balls and two strikes. The one thing you don't see Pintar do is swing at bad pitches. He, he He's always... You know, swinging at good pitches, hence the reason why, you know, he's as hot as he is. That's how you get to be BYU's batting average leader and on-base percentage leader. Hits, runs, and total bases leader as well. And that's ripped and chopped right at the third baseman. And that was in the air, wasn't it? That ball was smoked. Yeah, it never hit the ground. So he catches a low liner 
does the third baseman Govello for the first out here in the third inning. Wondered if that was going to hop to him, but he caught it before the hop, and it's basically a line out, a low line out on a dipping ball to third baseman Thomas Govello. Govello makes a nice grab, and Pintar is retired here in the third. So got on his knee, put his glove right above the dirt, and caught it before it hit the dirt. One out here in the top of the third as Pintar is retired, bringing up Cole Gamble. Gamble squares and bunts foul. Yeah, trying to catch the third baseman off guard there. Bunt that down the line and would have had a hit, but uh, just bunts it foul. Is that a decision he makes on his own? Yeah, that one was, right there? I think that one was on his own there. A lot of times coach will, now that he's in the dugout, he'll he'll let the guys know, hey, to look for something. And where you see with the third baseman is playing so far back and, and shaded off the line that... So Cole Bunce foul on the first pitch and takes ball one on the second. So one and one, one out, no one on, top three. BYU's up three zip. Cole Gamble popped up to the second baseman in the first inning as he seeks to extend a 13-game hit streak tonight. He's up to 60 pitches now here in the third inning. 39 for strikes. Cole takes ball two. So two and one to Gamble. BYU three runs on three hits. Pacific scoreless on two hits. BYU's RBI and home runs leader Cole Gamble, player of the week two weeks ago. Andrew Pintar is the player of the week this week in the WCC. And after the 0-1 on the fouled off bunt, it's three straight balls from Garin to Gamble. Three balls, one strike, one out, and no one on here in the top of the third. And Cole takes in the dirt, and that's a walk for Cole Gamble. So he'll undo the pad off his lower right leg and make the jog to first base on the third, a second base on balls issued by Marv Kisgarn. He also has a hit by pitch. Neither one came back to bite him in the second as both were stranded. But Gamble does reach on a base on balls, and that means his reached safely streak is now 20 games. Well, and, and Gamble made the, uh, the left-handed adjustment that the other lefties haven't been able to do so far, which was keep that changeup down. He, he didn't swing at that, and so that's why he was able to get that walk. Is hey, take your walk. It's okay. He's the only lefty yet to strike out yep. tonight for BYU. Cole Gamble, who popped up in the first, reaches on a base on balls here in the third. There's a conference on the mound with Gamble now at first and one out. And BYU leading 3-0. There's just that in-game adjustment that you have to make as a hitter. And, you know, the first time through, he had the changeup really going against the lefties, and they struggled with it. But now that you've seen it, okay, now you know what to expect. Your first time, you've never seen it before. And so you don't know really how it's going to move, the depth to it. But then now you've seen it one time, you, and then it's all about making that adjustment. And Cole did a really good job that time. Brings up Joshua Cowden, the designated hitter. Was caught looking to end the first inning. Head coach Chris Rodriguez in his second years come on out and then return to the dugout as the conference on the mound is over and Marv Kisgarin works on an empty count to Cowden who takes ball 1-1-0 with Cole Gamble at first base. Gamble on the year 3 of 5 in his stolen base tries. And Cole's on-base percentage is right around 400 now. He was 396 coming into tonight and he walks in the third inning. So runner on first, one out for BYU leading 3-0. And Cowden takes in the dirt for ball two. 2-0 two oh to Cowden. BYU has won 7 of 8 coming in two tonight. Beat Arizona State at home. Swept St. Mary's at home. 
one at UVU, and then took two of three at San Diego. Cougars playing their best baseball of the year late in the year. Again, it won't get them to the conference tournament in Stockton, which was canceled by the WCC back in November, but encouraging springboard here to end the season. And ball two goes to ball three. Three and oh. Well, same thing. Josh is making that adjustment, seeing that pitch up. 3-0 he'll be taking here. He'll most likely be taking. 68 pitches thrown now by Marvikus Garin into the third inning. One out here in the third. The 3-0 and the take for 3-1. and one. Well, you might see Cole take off here on a 3-1 hit and run. And if you're Cowden, if it's ball four, you just take it. And then if it's a strike, you put a good swing on it. Three balls and a strike. One out, one on. The one on is Cole Gamble at first base, reaching on a base on balls. Joshua Cowden has reached safely in four consecutive. As Gamble takes off, a swing and a miss from Cowden. The throw high and safe is Gamble at second base. So Cole Gamble has his fourth stolen base in six tries. And Cowden swinging and missing there. Sees a full count with one out and Gamble at second base. That was a really good throw there by the catcher, but Cole had a really good jump there at first. So the count full with one out, and now a runner in scoring position for BYU. Joshua hitting 235 with runners in scoring position. Cole Gamble is in position at second base. Runner on second, full count, one out, top three, BYU three, Pacific no score. And that's chopped to the right side of the field, handled by the first baseman, scooped to the pitcher, steps on first, and Cowden is retired as Gamble advances to third on the ground out. Yeah, out in front of that change up there. Just rolled it over. High chopper to first. Pitcher does a good job of fielding his position and getting to first on the flip. So the the 3-1 ground out does give us two out. And Cole Gamble now 90 feet away. With two gone, that'll bring to the batter's box. Cooper Vest. Vest struck out swinging in the second as the leadoff batter in the second inning. It's now in the third. And Coop on the year. He's hitting just shy of 300, 296 with runners in scoring position. And that's where Gamble is at third base. Taking instruction from Trent Pratt, the third base coach, as Coop swings and misses. Well, Coop's going a little bit of those growing pains as a, as a true freshman here. Didn't get the full fall to practice with the team because of an injury. You know, it was cleared late in the season. And about, about a month into the season, he got cleared to play. And uh, just trying to battle through it in a uh, bright future. The 0-1 to Coop swings and misses for strike two. I wanted to grab a glove and help out during BP and infield yesterday, but uh, didn't bring a glove on the trip, so needed to find a southpaw, and Coop bailed me out. Yeah, he'll always do that. He's a fantastic kid, always willing to help. So I got to use one of Cooper Vest's three gloves on the trip yesterday. Practice day as Coop swings and misses, and Cooper Vest is down on strikes for two times and two at-bats, so Gamble is stranded at third. For BYU in the third inning, no runs. Rather, one run on one hit was a big hit. A Hayden Latham solo shot to left. There were no errors, and one runner was left on. Cole Gamble at third. We go bottom three. BYU three, Pacific no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We go bottom third here in Stockton. BYU three, Pacific no score. Cougar runs all scored on home runs. Two-run shot from Pintar in the first and a solo shot by Latham in the third. And to start the bottom of the third, it's a foul ball over the short wall down the first baseline to the first hitter in the third, the number nine hitter, Wyatt Hoffman, the Pacific shortstop. So the 0-1 to Hoffman. Easton Walker just threw his 37th pitch, 22 of them for strikes. 
Marv Kazgarn has thrown exactly twice that number of pitches, 74. And that's a swing and a miss as Easton has command early. And that's 0-2 to Hoffman. He's the strikeout leader for Pacific with 43 Ks on the year, and he's a strike away from going down on strikes. Easton with two Ks on the night, both coming in the second inning. The 0-2 here to the leadoff hitter in the third, Wyatt Hoffman. And Ooh, Hoffman takes pitch. it. He's caught looking. So three of the last four batters that Easton Walker faces go down via strikes as Hoffman takes the backwards K to the dugout. One out in the bottom of the third. It'll bring up the top of the order, Thomas Govello. Govello making a nice play at third in the last inning on a sharp shot from Andrew Pintar, a low liner that Govello handled for the first out of the third. It followed a Hayden Latham solo shot to left for the 3-0 lead. One out here, top three. Gavello digs in against Easton Walker. And Gavello takes for strike one. Low, but strike one from Easton Walker. So Easton's now thrown 40 pitches, 25 for strikes. Well, and, and Gavello, his aggressive mistake in the first inning cost his team a run because he got thrown out at third base. Now he, he was ready to lead off as that's that, that hit him. Spiked that. Must have clipped him, right? Yep, it just uh, bounced and just barely got his foot. But uh, there was a single two batters later that most likely would have scored him from second to cut it to two to one game. But uh, because of the good defense and relay by the outfield and infield, he was thrown out at third and he didn't score because of it. Yeah, Gavello had an easy stand up double to lead off the Tigers' bottom of the first, but tried to stretch it to a triple and he was out easily. As it went McIntyre to Watkins to Pintar. Pintar at third off a shift. That was the first out of the second. And that's lined in the four hole to right. And Gamble will come up firing to keep the runner at second. Gavello on the single by Arakawa to right. So uh, James Arakawa now has a 14-game hit streak with a single to right. And the Tigers have two on and one out and a runner in scoring position here in the top of the third inning. Bottom of the third inning. And Greg, that's what Arakawa does. He just likes to spray the ball the other way and back up the middle and just a nice one-hopper into the four-hole. Right to gamble for a one-out single. James Arakawa, the batting average leader for Pacific. Singles to right. He's at first. Gavello is at second after being hit by a pitch and a runner in scoring position for Charles Middleton. Well, you really need a ground ball, double play ball right here if you're Easton. Middleton hitting right at 400 with runners in scoring position. Takes strike one from Walker. That's 43 pitches, 27 strikes now from Easton Walker. No balls and a strike. One out, bottom three, and BYU with a three-nothing lead over the Pacific Tigers. Charles Middleton has reached safely in 21 consecutive games. Single to one stranded at second in the first inning. Back pick. Did they get him at second? Oh, close. 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 Diving back was Thomas Gavello, and making the swipe tag was Brock Watkins as Ewok pirouetted and fired and almost got him. Stays no balls and a strike and one out, two on, bottom three. Shadows begin to inch across the diamond here at Klein Family Field. Wind softly out to left. And that's strike two. Easton Walker ahead of Charles Middleton Jr. 0 and 2. Well, you got to put him away here. Nothing to hit here. He likes to put the ball in play. Go to that good wipeout slider running away from him right here. Tigers RBI leader. Digs in trying to stay alive against the 0-2. One out, two on. 
BYU 3, Pacific no score here in Stockton. And time is called. Again, tonight's umpires, Billy Hayes at home, Neil Turner at third, Gary DeFabio at first. First game of a three-game set. Cougars and Tigers catfight here in Stockton. The 0-2. The kick and fire outside and too far outside, away from the right-handed hitter Middleton for ball one. One ball, two strikes from Walker. That's what uh, Coach Bradshaw calls a stretch forward there. It's just a, an outside fastball away, away in the other batter's box to see if you can get him to kind of chase there. The 1-2. Walker looks into Abe Valdez. Glance back at second, working from the stretch. Kicks and fires, strikeout. Good pitch. Swinging strike by Middleton. He's down on strikes. And so both Pacific batters retired here in the third have gone down via the strikeout. Hoffman looking and Middleton swinging. Yeah, 91 elevated and outside corner. Just blew it by him there. Nice pitch, but uh, not done yet. So Easton Walker, after no strikeouts in his start at San Diego last Thursday and no strikeouts in the first inning here tonight, goes two Ks in the second and now two Ks in the third. And there are two out and two on. Empty count for Alex Laforstier, the first baseman. Laforstier chops it foul. And Easton's ahead of Laforstier. And Walker's now thrown 47 pitches. Well, they got Laforstier to ground out to Pintar. It would have been a ground out to Pintar. In the first inning, yep. but uh, Pintar bobbled, uh, booted the ball. It put Laforcier at first, and that's how the Tigers ended the inning with Laforcier at first and Middleton at second. And again, earlier, Gabello was caught trying to stretch a double into a triple, so the Cougars avoided any kind of damage in the first, despite those two hits and an error. The 0-1 with two out, and that's high for ball one to Alex Laforcier. Laforcier as a 13-game streak now reaching safely after getting on on the E4 on Andrew Pintar's first error since April 20th. That came in the first inning. 1-1 with two out, two on. Runner at scoring position is Gavello at second. Arakawa is at first. Looking back at second once and twice is Walker. Comes plateward. And that's singled under the glove of the diving third baseman, Peyton Cole. It'll get into left field. They try to go back to second to catch Arakawa off the bag as Gavello scores on the single to left. It's 3-1. to one. The Tigers have their first run of the game. A single to left for Alex Laforstier. And that brings home Gavello. 3-1 BYU. Arakawa goes to second. Almost caught at second, but he gets back. First and second now. Two out. And 3-1 the score here in the bottom of the third. Yeah, Laforstier just slapped that ball into the sixth hole. And it wasn't hit hard enough. And so Hayden couldn't throw him out at the plate. So he did a good job trying to back pick. Arokawa at second, he almost had him. And the interesting thing was, had he had gotten in there, I think the runner hadn't scored yet by the time the tag would have been applied. Mm. And and so that would have been a decision to make by the umpires had he, whether that, that run would have scored or not, if he would have been called out. As it stands, Gavello does come around from second with the run. And it's 3-1 on a take. Strike one from Ben Nemavant. Nemavant, the center fielder, flight out. Allowed out. To center. Yeah. yeah, in the first. That was with two on. And Mitch McIntyre made that catch on the track and just ricocheted into the wall after he made the catch in center field to end the first inning. The 0-1. Two out. 3-1 the score. Cougs up two on the Tigers. Dancing off second is Arakawa as ball one is taken by Ben Nemavant. Easton wanted that inside fastball called just barely inside. The third of three left-handed bats in... 
Coach Chris Rodriguez's lineup. Nemavant hits in the five hole with two out and two on here in the bottom of the third. BYU's 3-0 leads down to 3-1 on the RBI single from Alex LaForestier. That's strike two from Walker, piped in. The 1-2. So Walker with two Ks in the second and already two Ks here in the third. Ben Nemavant awaits the 1-2 delivery. Well, got to minimize this inning right here. They're, they're wanting to, to keep chipping away here. They're looking for another big two-out hit. 1-2 count. Go to your best stuff right here, East, and get out of this inning with just the one run. One ball, two strikes, two out, two on. Two-run lead for BYU. The wind-up and delivery, and that's a backwards K. He's caught looking. And so all three Pacific outs here in the third via the strikeout. One swinging and two looking. We are through three complete. In the third, four Pacific, there was one run on two hits, no errors, and two were left on. We go to the top of the fourth, BYU three, and Pacific one on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.